BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Call from... Hello? Hello. Hi, what's your name? Um, well, you can call me Cam because, I mean, I'm sure my name is kind of hard to pronounce. Uh, what's your name? Ratiron Tagsate. Ratir, say it one more time. Ratiron Tagsate. Okay. Ratiron Pagsate? Yes. Why? Why did you shorten that to Cam? Well, um, so it's 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 a long story. Uh, so I grew up in a part of the Iroquois Confederacy, and um, basically, um. I, I'm Mohawk uh, native, uh, so we have names that are given to us by shaman, and then we have our birth certificate name, which is usually Americanized. Oh, okay. So your Americanized birth certificate name is Cam, and uh, yeah. your your real name is the other one. Yes, exactly. What do your friends call you? Oh, they just call me Cam. Does anyone call it's you by your real there. name? Um, no, because I mean, I, I moved out a little bit ago, um, just off the border of our reservation, uh, about nine years ago, I would say. Mm. Uh, how old are you? I am about to turn 19. Oh, cool, man. Uh, where, where was your reservation again? Um, it's in, uh, upstate New York. Uh, it's, uh, called Aquasasne. I don't know if you've heard of it. Mm-mm. Is it like a, uh, a well-known reservation? Yeah, I would say so. How big is it? Um, it spans from about... Uh, I- I'm bad with uh, my Canadian... Uh, what would you say? Like uh, geography, I think. Like under Quebec, and then it goes all the way to like downstate New York. And you go up there your whole life? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, spent some time in Italy... Um, that's pretty much all of my heritage is native and Italian. So I've been hopping through families uh, pretty much all of my life. What was it like growing up on the reservation? Um, well, I mean, I could definitely get into a lot of the uh, dark history of stuff up here. Um, well, we have a lot of gangs up here that are run by, you know, MS-13 um, we have like a separate branch. So the way that a lot of things work up here anyway, um, I guess you can break down gang activity throughout. I mean, even just the United States is a total of 
you know, easiest, uh, easiest borders to enter. And um, a lot, we get a lot of opium and crack and meth and stuff like that up here. So, um, you know, there's a lot of poverty and a lot of our, uh, just in upstate New York in general, our kind of local culture is propped up by drugs. Hmm. And uh, are you, uh, were you ever involved in any of that stuff growing up or did you manage to stay away from it? Well, it's, it's a yes and a no, I guess. Um, my parents met, um, my, my father was um, selling uh, drugs to people, uh, you know, all throughout, uh, you know, the reservation, um, him and another like addicts were, uh, you know, using a, a charity organization um, to, I guess, pump money through. Um, and that's where he met my mom, who was using at the time. And, you know, there was a lot of uh, drama there. But, I um, mean, you know, on, my, on my mom's side of the family, uh, we have a lot of run-ins with uh, mafia, um, especially in Dragheta. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's uh, Sicilian mafia. Um, my, let's see, my what, third cousin, I would say, uh, was pretty close with um i'm trying to think tony bennett i don't uh, do you know that musician tony bennett no um i think if the opening song of goodfellas i think he rags to riches he wrote that song well uh so hypothetically allegedly how however i may phrase it to uh not land any of us in any trouble but uh they they lived with each other in um watertown new york for a while and um he his fame was pretty much brought up on uh money being funneled through um local mafia sects i guess you could say um and that's one of the many things that brought you know his rise to fame and that's where uh that side of the family got, I guess, connected with some of the mafia. And I do have some brothers and sisters back home, uh, like uh, in Italy anyway, that that do still run. Um, the only thing that I have ever done, I, I uh, washed Bitcoin through uh, several cash app accounts. Uh, somebody would make a purchase on some form of illegal goods, and I would get the Bitcoin, take 10% of it, and then send it through multiple accounts to get to the... Um, main account, but I, I stopped doing that, especially because uh, recently I've uh, started to actually have a family. You know, uh, my my girlfriend, soon to be fiance, you know, uh, uh, has has been a major part of my life, and it's the reason I won't go into the military now is because I, I'm I'm I don't want to risk any of that anymore. And I mean, I could very well you know, go into, you know, criminal organizations at any moment in time or do more than selling weed. I mean, of course, I mean, everybody up here pushes at least an ounce a month, like, um, but, you know, that's really nothing in the grand scheme of things. But I have to ask you before you continue any further, are you about to get whacked for talking about all this on the Gecko show? Um, I don't believe so. I mean, uh, a lot of the, the people who I mention are dead 
and a lot of the people are either arrested and a lot of a lot of the people that I I do know who are you know currently uh, engaged in this sort of behavior are usually across seas and whatnot. Um, I did want to bring up one thing, but before I forgot, I did call you at one point. Do you remember the name P-Balls Pretzel Shop by any chance? Yes, I do. I do remember that. Yeah. It was a front was the whole me, time? Right? The pretzel shop was just a front? <laughs> yeah, nah. Fucking, I got that removed, by the way, just so then, like, if I ever were to call you again, you wouldn't, you know, get a little bit worried, you know, for my safety. Damn, dude, I don't remember what we talked about or whatever. I think I was um, probably You're tired on the way out. Kinda, yeah, but, that's um, pretty much what the conversation Yeah, was. I do remember that. But but that aside, um, hmm. Well, okay, I have a bunch of questions. Okay, first of all, what do you mean? Isn't weeds legal in New York? Well, how are they pushing an ounce of weed? Well, because everybody grows. I mean, since it's legal, you know, it's you, you can go to, like, any neighborhood, any you know, like little crack house on the side and you'd be like, hey, can I go see your shed? And you'll probably see like at least 10 plants. Um, it's it's technically you're not supposed to have that many plants, but at this point, you know, so many people are growing that there's pretty much nothing anybody can do, especially the cops around here are fucking awful at their job. Like, you know, uh, the amount of shit that people do on the daily, it's just impossible to regulate, especially because so much of our, like I was saying before, our economy is propped up so much on illegal drug use. Um, we, yeah, some of the, the, like in the town that I live in right now, we have three main restaurants that are all run by this one guy. And he was pushing Coke to probably the entire North country. Um, it's, it's, it's been a, uh, not very hidden thing, especially your, because, I mean... He, your life is a movie. You know, I probably have the most boring life out of any of all these crackheads up here. <laughs> um, Cam, are you okay? Oh, I'm fucking wonderful. If it's the breathing thing, it's because I'm smoking a cigarette. Okay, yeah, because you're breathing heavily, and I didn't know uh, if you were having a heart attack or what was going on. But um, I want to know. I, 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 it's been cool hearing about the. I don't know about cool, but it's been it's been <laughs> interesting hearing about the 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 lore of of your town and your family. But like, tell me about you. Like, uh, so you were what what working washing Bitcoin for some mafia folks, and now you're. 18 19 and you're you're moving out where were you like you are you you're not still on the reservation right no uh i'm like right on the outskirts i mean it's right now i'm i'm mostly just focusing on you know working volunteering so i can uh, become a chef uh i i'm planning on going to the culinary institute of america sometime next year um yeah it's I'll be one of the one of the first people, maybe other than like two people in my family who actually went to college and completed it because of uh you know all the crazy shit that happens up here. And so you're gonna go for culinary. And what what's your uh, what's your ultimate goal? You want to be a chef? Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my plans uh, I was making with my friend is that we were uh, gonna run a, pl- a place uh, from. There's this big highway that goes from, like, pretty much the all of the East Coast, you know, through Baltimore to, to all the way up to New York. And uh, we wanted to open up some lounges for electric cars. 
where you could like you know sit down eat you know maybe hang out have a drink you know play some arcade games whatever the fuck while you wait for your car to charge i've been recently writing a menu for it you know trademarking some shit um but that's that's pretty much my goal right now and Ooh, uh you know do you I, have to have an electric car to go to this restaurant well no but it certainly is definitely going to be built around that i mean i hope to have things be uh you know mostly environmentally friendly you know stuff that i guess if you your average uh electric car user you know smug as a motherfucker thinks that they're great for the environment even though they perpetuate you know child slavery in fucking uh mines in africa sort of thing you know it's like all that organic food stuff like hey i'm into it like like definitely don't get me wrong on that like i'm into it but i think it will be a good uh an easy an easy market to corner give me some menu items are we is this like a chuck e cheese style chili fries <laughs> uh, hamburger shit or are we going classy let's just throw me some menu items um well uh right now i'm working on uh breakfast items i learned how to make a really amazing uh hollandaise sauce um i was one of the only people in my culinary class before to actually pretty much get it on the first try uh i had some experience at one of the uh places up here i don't really remember the name right now um but they they were voted by the new york times of having the uh best hollandaise sauce but i i wanted to play around with that some for you know morning options uh i wanted to right now i'm more in the stage of not necessarily uh, the actual menu creation rather than uh, ingredients that would work well in this sort of thing. I was thinking a lot of pescatarian stuff. I mean, I, um, my, some of my family right now, uh, you know, uh, delivers fish, uh, some of the best quality, like $38 per pound salmon, shit like that. You know, uh, so like I, I was thinking, you know, mostly, uh, I guess whatever would qualify as like hipster food. I haven't gotten into that market right now, but uh, right now I'm working at a uh, co-op, like a food co-op, and I'll be getting some more experience in that sort of market because it is kind of uh, meant for, I guess, environmentalists and vegans and vegetarians, et cetera. Nice, nice, nice. This is cool. You got a little, you got a, you got a real life going on. You got a, you got a wife too. Tell me about that. Oh man, yeah, it's uh this is gonna sound a little bit crazy and I and I know it is, but no, I, I've I've been seeing this girl for a while. She's she's been a you know, amazing part of my life, you know. Uh we almost had a had a child a few months ago, but she unfortunately miscarried. Um Oh I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. That's that that was one of the things that I, I kind of took as a sign of you know maybe maybe it's time to to wait no matter how you know depressing it is. But wait, just real you know, quick, I, I, is you you preface this by saying you were going to say something crazy? Yeah, we have been together for less than a year, mm. but you know it's 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 I I've connected very well with her and all of her family, and it's been the first time I really believe that I've you know, been a part of a family. I mean, I, I've I've been pretty much traded and used as a uh, token piece for all of my life. And it's, and it's nice to be able to, I guess, settle down and have a feeling of actual family rather than, you know, being the, oh yeah, you're too 
uh, immature or fucking uh, psychologically mangled in order to to have this child. So I get passed between parts of the reservation, parts of Italy, parts of Malta, you know, farther up the United States. You know, I live with my grandmother right now. So, you know, it's it's at least unstable, but I'm kind of, it gets, it gets lonely. I mean, most of the time I'm here by myself, but I do plan on moving in with her pretty soon. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. I, I mean, look, man, I don't think that's that crazy. I think you've been, definitely been through a lot of stuff. And this is definitely uh, providing you with a lot of the things that you felt as though you didn't have when you were growing up. Or that you are, you know, I mean, that, that you just didn't have in, in your life at all. Um, But it's funny to me because despite everything that happened to you, you you know, or, or maybe not even just maybe, you know. um, Would in spite be the same as despite? I'm going to say it I, is. I think so. I'm going to say it's not. I'm crazy. I was just going to say, it's interesting because even though all that stuff happened, you you know, you're a very, um, you know, just at least from talking to you, you're a very uh, mature guy and you've got a lot of uh, uh, plans for your life. And, you you know, despite all of uh, the universe's attempts to fuck you up, you've stayed, it seems, at least to me, pretty resilient. So I, I admire that. I mean, yeah, that's that's this is where I guess the downside coming is. This is one of the things that I wanted to talk about is that, you know, I feel like despite I do believe I am a creative person. And I mean, I, I don't like to talk myself up. It feels a little bit wrong. But, you know, it's it's been one of those things where, you know, there's so many different things that I want to do. But I feel like I don't have the uh, mental tools to be able to do a lot of the things that I want to do. And I it's it's just been uh, difficult because I mean I I love music and I love art and I love cooking. It just feels like you know whenever I try to do any of these things, it it fails. But I and I have this issue where whenever I think I'm being smart about something, it's I have this dilemma. It's uh, like I am either being stupid, which is causing me to feel like I'm being smart about it, or I'm you know being smart about it but i'm too i guess uh too stupid to realize that i'm that i'm being smart and i i've run to that issue a lot so i it ends up in me giving up on a lot of things that i do cam i'm gonna be honest i i you've lost me on this but i would love to hear an example and maybe i'll understand <laughs> well like uh i I, I have a lot of, you know, I, I talk my ass off if you can't be, if you can't tell already, you know, especially after I started doing, you know, mushrooms and shit, you know, I, I feel like my, my voice has been more important to me than ever. And it's like, I'll, I'll tell somebody an idea I have. And the first thing I think is like, wow, this is such a smart idea. And then I go, no, I'm not being smart. I'm, I'm, this is probably something everybody else thought. I'm just being stupid, and that's what's making me. Well, let me tell. Well, I'll tell you this much about what you just said just now is um, the and we're, we're you know look I'm, I'm about to get all Tony Robbins on you and shit, but I mean yeah everyone's had every smart idea, but it's about what you do, right? So look, yeah. I don't know, I don't know how uh, active your plans are for this uh, uh, Tesla cafe, but it's about what you do. And when you're young, I feel like, I mean, don't go into a crazy amount of debt or, you know, 
do something like fucking stupid. But when you're fucking 19, you can just you can just try stuff. You know, you can just go for it. Especially right now, um, you know, um, when when you don't have a child, if you don't have a child. And you don't have, I mean, because that's a huge responsibility and, you know, nobody else is really like, uh, you know, depending on you to eat and live, you can kind of just take the time to screw around and see what, what happens. I mean, that's what's great about that time in life. And it's cool that you have all these different ideas because you can just say fuck it and give one a try. I just, I definitely, I worry about becoming my father and I will explain that it's like, he does this thing where he goes on these tirades about, like, oh, yeah, I should pitch this idea to fucking Elon Musk about, you know, mining uh, hydrogen on fucking whatever planet. And I'm like, and then he sketches out this whole fucking thing, you know, does all this crazy shit for absolutely no reason, and then just sits on his ass, you know, and, like, he he's not a bad dude, but he is a parasitic type i will say you know he are you saying uh he's he's all talk yeah that's one of the things that that kind of it makes me mad to be honest like it it's like he talks himself up and talks up all of his ideas but you know he he never tries and he puts down everybody in his way like you know he thinks that he's much smarter than everybody else and and it's and it's it's sad to watch him you know burn through friendships and relationships i mean i don't live with him you know we, we don't have the greatest of relationships i mean i've i've beat the fuck out of him multiple times you know he's he but all all definitely deserved but you know it's it's just if that gives you any insight into the kind of person i guess maybe that i am or that he is well, Cam, I mean, you have a self-awareness about this stuff. You have a, a model that you do not wish to follow. And so I think that's going to be a helpful thing for you. I don't know what your dad's dad was like or if he thought the same thing about him. But, um, hmm. you know, yeah, man, I just feel like if you have don't 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 have so many ideas that you don't end up actually doing anything. You know, I think I think yeah. you know that. But you're a uh, you've been through a lot. You're you're you seem to be an enterprising young guy, and so I would take whatever energy you that. have right now, and uh, instead of uh, you know shutting your eyes and thinking as many fucking thoughts as you can possibly think, and as many ideas about everything as you possibly can, just go and try some stuff. Yeah, I I, I... it's. It's it's definitely difficult, especially not having a uh, you know mode of transport or any capital. Like uh, the jobs that I do work are mm, strictly volunteer work. Uh, okay. So then why don't you why do you why don't you focus on whatever idea? Because look, I'm sure you have a billion ideas of things that you want to do. You talked <laughs> about music. You talked about what what not. You're probably a little bit you yeah you know opening up a, a, a restaurant requires uh more capital than than you currently have which is fine but i'm sure you have plenty of ideas that don't require any capital or any or or you know don't require you to leave your fucking computer so why don't you start with those yeah i 
I, I think that it would be in my best interest. It's just, you know, uh, I'm one of the people who, who gets demotivated when I uh, don't do something correct or feel like I'm struggling learning something. And that's that's one of the things I've... One yeah, of but the you're just... Fu- you're, not a, you're not like a Zen master guy. You're like 19... Just, just fuck yeah. around. Just do, just fuck. I swear to God, just like uh, you can get so wrapped up in your own head about perfection and and whatnot, but just fuck around, dude. Don't yeah. don't attach. You're attaching so much direness to it. It's not a dire thing. Just, just, just play. Okay, this is this should be play at this point. That. You know that's 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 definitely, uh, that's definitely right. You know, I, I I I tend to, I guess, worry about these things a little bit too much when uh, the only thing I can really do is, you know, have action. Uh, you know, and plus and that's at, at I this, feel like I was gonna say at this at this point, anything that you're doing that's not dealing drugs seems to be a pretty good, uh, hobby or or endeavor. For you to be doing, considering all Honestly, the things Honestly, dealing drugs is such, it's, it's, like, I will never recommend it, but I will say it is the easiest, fastest, and, like, least, uh, the, you have to put the least amount of work in, and, and it's, it's, I think it's helped me, like, you know, I was gonna, uh, the, somebody owes me some money and the next time they, they pay me, I'm going to be getting one of those Google certificates. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of those. They're like 50 bucks for per month and you get to learn like you can say, get, uh, you can get Google security. certified to be a crack dealer. No, no, <laughs> no, you can get, get like uh, Google certified to like do like uh, cybersecurity and like, uh, you know, business management and shit. And, you know, like, like I, I will never, you know, if my my morals are, I'm never going to sell any uh, anything to anybody if I know that they're abusing it, or if it's like that's why I don't sell like crack or heroin. It's just like weed shrooms if I have an excess that I feel like is going to go moldy or something. You know, it's it's more just uh, it, it's definitely no uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm no scar face <laughs> for sure. Okay, but well, I, I like to do good with those sort of things. Well, I don't know. I guess somebody's got to deal shrooms but what the fuck am i saying cam you got look here's the thing i'm gonna and i'm gonna leave you with this you have a billion ideas that you want to do go do one of them that's not selling pot or drugs or i mean i mean sell pot you can, yeah. a, you can sell pot legally now uh, soon you'll be able to probably sell shrooms legally so whatever maybe you will oh, yeah. maybe you'll have maybe you'll have maybe eventually the law will catch up to that big brain of yours and you'll start the first <laughs> shroom delivery uh app or whatever the fuck it is but um, (laughs) cam it's been nice talking to you man and thanks for sharing all this stuff and i I hope that things go well for you and uh if i ever come to up to this uh tesla place um i would like for you to give me a free grilled cheese sandwich dude on the house everything anything you want man you got it man I do have, okay. if I'm not intruding at all, I do have one last piece of advice to like ask for, you know, um, if it's if it's not, you know, anything that would would bother you. What is it? Um, well, so recently I've been talking to my ex 
not in any like weird way or anything like that. It's you know strictly a friendship thing because uh, we used to we dated about six years ago, and uh, you know she she was a really close friend of mine, and I, I don't like. Do you think that's a bad idea? Like it's not we're, we wouldn't get in, into anything, you know. She, she's you know been an amazing does, friend, and does I your, and does I your love fian- to, Does your fiance know about it? Yeah, I told her about it, but and she wasn't like yippee, but she also wasn't like, girl, that's fucking, that's awful. Why would you do that? It was kind of a neutral thing, so yeah, that's been bearing oh, on my mind because I do I'm feel bad. Terrible with this kind of stuff, man. I got no idea. <laughs> Um, I mean, this is just your friends, right? Yeah, it's like I, 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 I feel bad to a certain extent because, like, I mean, it is somebody I used to date, but I am a very loyal person, so I know that I'm not going to do anything. And if she were to try to do anything, I know I would shut it down immediately. But I, I, I would. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't want to tell you what to fucking do, but. <laughs> But, yeah, because I don't uh, What the fuck do I know? I don't know, man. Just focus on building your... T- <laughs> you, dude, you have way, I do, you have better things to worry about than this, okay? I guess so. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I appreciate it, though. Thank you very much. Thank you for calling, Cam, and uh, good luck to you, and I will be back at some point to redeem that free grilled cheese sandwich. Of course, man. Have a good one. Later, man. I don't fucking know. I don't know the answers to it. I when he said um I like talking to him. I like talking to him about his his story and his life and getting um into who he is, but when he's like, "Can I have advice on if I should talk to any anytime someone's like, "Can I have advice on if I should talk to this girl or not?" I'm like, "I got no, I don't fucking know. I don't know at all. I don't know anything about life." Um The if you're asking that question, the answer is usually like the answer, the answer to that question, the answer to that question, ninety-seven percent of the time, is probably not. <laughs> but um, around ninety-seven percent of the time, you do it anyway because his brains, emotions, they're strong. Hey, folks! This episode is sponsored by FunLove.com. Oh yeah. That's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. 
Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8 Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com gecko. Liquiddeath.com gecko. Hello? Hello? Hi, who is this? This is Natalie. Well, what's... Oh, God. All right, you have a dog. Can you, um... I do. Can you throw your dog out out, out in the garbage while we talk? Yeah, yeah. Let me... Yeah, give me one second. I'll, I'll put her in the garage. Cool. Cool. That's better. Cool. That's a better. That's a much better idea than what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Are you still there? Yeah, Hello? I'm still there. She should be good now. What's your name again? Natalie. Natalie, what's what's going on? How can I get you today? Um. So, funny story. Do you want the whole story or the short version? Uh, let's start with the short version. Um, my roommate matched with this guy on Tinder. Somehow I started talking to him. Fast forward two months, and now he's driving all the way from New York to Iowa and is visiting me here. And I've never met him in person. And so he started out as... Uh, I'm... He matched with your friend, and then you. St- How did you start talking to him after he matched with your friend? Um, uh, we. I definitely catfished him for like an hour, and he thought I was my roommate, and then it turned out to be me. And I don't know. Somehow he kept talking w- to me. What is what does that look like logistically? You catfished him as your roommate. Your roommate is your friend that matched with him, yes, right? They're yes, yes, yes. She's, my, she's my best friend. She's my okay. best friend. So what does that look out. like? You like stole her phone or something? Yeah, I was using her phone on her Tinder account, and she was sitting next to me the whole time. So. Oh, so it was like, haha. Well, actually, here's the f- number of the person you've been talking to. Yes, that's what happened. Did- did your friend like this guy? Did this did that upset her? No, she was actually she's actually really happy for me. Um, but it's kind of funny now listening to the story because he never actually talked to her. He just saw her pictures and matched with him. Um, he know he knows that it's he's talking to you, right? Yes, he does know that he's talking to me. We've Facetimed and all of that stuff since then, so he knows who I am now. Why is your friend matching with dudes in New York if she lives in Iowa? Is she doing, like, the passport thing? Uh, no, he's actually in the military. 
So he was visiting his family in Iowa and then went back to New York, like the day after we started talking. And how long have you been talking to this guy? Like two months now. We just hit like 60 day streak on Snapchat bio. How are you feeling about him coming to visit you? I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Because in reality, he literally could murder me. Like, I don't know this man. Really, besides over the phone, you know? That is true. That is the risk that you run every time a stranger comes to your house. Yes. And and he's staying at my house. Like, he's staying here. He's not staying at a hotel. He's not staying with his parents. He's, like, staying here. How long is he supposed to stay there for? Just over the weekend, so, like, three nights. Not too bad. Okay. Um, Is your roommate going to be there? Um, I think she's going to be here a little bit of the time, but she might go stay with her parents at least one of the nights. Um, you know what's so funny is, um, do you remember, how old are you? I'm 22. Okay, when, I think, do you remember taking, like, web safety classes in school? I do remember that. Do you remember when they told us they were like, they said things like, never give your real name out on the internet. That's what they started with. They really right? did. But here and, I am giving my entire address to this man. Right. They And it's funny how like, because this was in like elementary school. So I was in elementary school, what? I don't know, like 2008 or something like that. And the internet has changed to the point where everyone is giving out just their full address and social security number. Like giving your real name out on the internet is is um, like nothing. Yeah, uh, for sure. Are you suggesting I give my social security number to this man? Um, is he offering you some kind of investment opportunity? You know, I'm not 100% sure. I guess I'll find out tomorrow when he gets here. Okay. Um, are you meeting him in, like, where, is, where are you going to meet him? Like, at your house? Yeah. Like, he won't get here until, like, 11 p.m., 12 a.m. tomorrow night. So, it's going to be in the dark in front of my house. Literally could be a horror movie plot. Um, I mean, would it make you feel better to, like, meet him in a not dark, late night place? I don't know. You know, I haven't really thought about it. I was just kind of like, why not? You know, there's a first time for everything, and hopefully it goes good and not bad. Very optimistic. Is has throughout the twelve throughout the two months that you've been talking to him every day has has there been any in, inkling indication intuition that he might try to kill you? No, no. He seems nice. He seems like a good guy, a good okay. stable guy. He gets out All of right. the military in May, so we'll see what happens after that. Okay. Um. 
Have you have you ever done anything like this before? No. No, I haven't. I was in a four-year-long relationship that I got out of like six 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 months ago, and this is like the first guy I'm talking to again that I'm like serious about and kind of like. So hopefully, I still like him when I meet him in person. Um. Well, you know, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to undercut your intuition because you uh you know have the agency to you know do whatever the hell you want um so i guess so i guess all i can do is is hope that he doesn't kill you i don't think this guy is gonna kill you i don't know i'm i i'm i'm a i'm i am myself i'm a fairly trusting person i think i'm i'm i try to assume the best in people i think (laughs) the, uh, the i'll say this i think mathematically Mathematically, the amount of people in the world that want to kill you is so significantly smaller than the amount of people who don't want to kill you. For sure. Have you ever done anything like this, Lyle? Like met a stranger from the internet? Well, I mean, sure, but like randomly at a dark place after doc- talking to them for a couple months Pro- yeah, like probably I'm, 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 I used to tinder a lot I'm sure I did something like that in the in the tindering days oh for sure so you're alive so hopefully I'm also still alive by Friday morning uh, yeah I hope so I mean look I mean look if you're feeling that unsure about it you could always be like, hey, why don't you get a hotel and we can meet tomorrow? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling tomorrow. I think I'm just anxious about it right now, you know? Okay. Are you anxious, like, for just, like, from a social standpoint? Or, like, just first date sort of anxiety? I think so. Yeah. But it's just, like, a lot of buildup. Since it's like two months of first date anxiety. Yeah, sure. It's not sure, like sure, sure. I just met him three days ago and we're going on our first date. It's like, no, two months. Well, I mean, look, don't do anything that, um, you know, it makes you you have a, a bad feeling about. But I'm going to I'm going to manifest. I used to I used to make fun of manifesting and I still don't. I still think it's a little stupid, but I kind of I'm I'm kind of coming around to it. I'm gonna manifest that this guy doesn't kill you and that you have a uh, fun and uh, a wonderful time uh, uh, with him uh, throughout the visit. I appreciate that manifesting all the positive vibes for me and my roommate who has to deal with this random guy in her house for the next three days. Maybe have your roommate stay home for a little bit. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> it's not a it's not a horrible idea. That's fair. But she's she's um she's gonna be my wing woman, so she'll be there to support me at least the first night, and then she can leave. You know what you should do actually is you should you know what you should do you should have her answer the door and be like it actually was me the whole time. That would be hilarious. Maybe I will do that. Say that she was sit- telling me what to say. Oh, she was telling you what to say? Yeah, because if we oh, FaceTimed, oh, yeah, he obviously yeah, yeah. saw my face. 
Right, yeah. So maybe she was just texting me the whole time. Uh, what's your name again? Natalie. Natalie, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? No. You're the best. I appreciate you. Thanks, Natalie. I hope that you don't die unless if it's like of old age, which wouldn't wouldn't be for a long time, I don't think. No, for sure. I hope you don't die either, Lyle. Thanks, man. See you later. Okay, yep. bye. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics, such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. What's up, Lyle? Uh, dude, I wanted to call you because... Um, so... Uh, last week, we got a phone call from this girl who was talking about how this dude that she met on the internet and has never met in real life, and she's been talking to him for about two months, is uh, going to drive 15 hours to spend the weekend at her house, and she was afraid that this guy was going to kill her, Um but also was looking was looking forward to the potential of of course that not happening and of this being a fun weekend of of bonding and merriment and then i got a text from you saying that you are the guy and you yeah. wanted to let me know how the weekend went yeah the the weekend was great um, and I this is a and and I want to point out this is from a different phone, which means that you did not kill her, steal her phone, steal her phone, and text me from that. 
Yeah, no, she's totally alive. She's alive and well. Great. She's her roommate's watching this. Cool. Um, the weekend went great. I actually got an extended stay uh, because I had car issues and I couldn't get back to New York. So actually, instead of leaving on Monday, I left on Wednesday. Okay, so I mean, tell me how the weekend went. Um, it was good. Uh, the first few days were a little shaky, uh, just getting to know her. When I showed up at 1 a.m., it was super awkward. Her and her roommate were just sitting in the living room, like uh, like parents when you come home late at night. Um, but like she hugged me. I wasn't I wasn't expecting. It. I thought we were gonna like maybe I was gonna sleep on the couch or something. But all seemed to go well right off the bat. And then I got a shower. And then we slept. And then Friday and Saturday were really busy. I met her parents. She met my parents. I don't know why, but we did. And that went well. Wow. Wait, so she met your parents? Do your parents live in this place that you went to? I don't, don't, do they not live where you live? No, um, I live up here because, as she said, I'm in the, I'm in the Army. But you know, I'm, from, I'm from Iowa. I'm from near where she lives now. Mm, okay. So you two met each other's parents and then did you explain to her parents the circumstances of you guys meeting and how you've only known each other for like a day? Her parents knew everything about me before I even saw them. She was she was giving them all the info in case I guess in case if I killed her or something, which I didn't. And how was your interaction with her parents? Dude, her parents are so cool. I I'm, I I get along with her dad so well, and her mom's really funny. And and they were they were really cool about the whole thing. Her mom was asking for updates like the whole time I was there, mm. which was funny. How long? How deep into the weekend did you talk to her mom? Um, I saw them on on oh. I want to say it's Saturday morning, Saturday morning, and then I met her parents for breakfast with her grandma, and then we went to her other grandparents' house, and I met her aunt and her other grandparents, and we all hung out as like a group. I met her brother, but that's that's all of the interaction I had with them. Did anyone from the family seem to be wary of you? Um, I don't I don't think so. They were all pretty welcoming. I think it's just because I don't know. They she gave them good good word on me before I met them. Mm. Okay. Now I remember from my conversation with her that you initially had matched with her her roommate on the dating app and you were talking to her roommate and then she started texting you from her roommate's Tinder, is that right? Yes. Okay. And um now, when you were there, was any part of you like, uh, like you were you glad that it was her and not the roommate? Not, not in a negative way towards her roommate, but yeah, I was. Her her roommate's not just not not my style. Um, she definitely is way more my style, um, which was nice. Uh, that's a very dip. You know what? That's a very that's a very diplomatic answer to what I'm just realizing was a trick question that I gave you. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to sound like a dick on the phone. You know, her roommate's watching. Now, um, 
where are you now? Are you back on on base? Yeah, yeah, I'm in, I'm I'm back uh, back in New York. Okay, are you going to go back to Iowa anytime soon? Uh, we've talked about me visiting for Thanksgiving, and uh, I'm definitely visiting for Christmas. It's just, you know, financially and with my car problems, I don't know. It's, it can be tough to visit as often as I want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, like in the future, are you planning to go back to Iowa or are you going to stay in New York? Oh, no. When, uh, so I get out of the Army in May, and I'm, I'm definitely moving back to Iowa for at least a little bit. Um, and probably going to live in the same area that she lives in now. And I've even talked to her because my parents said I could bring a friend with, we're going on a trip to Germany in May. And I, I talked to her, maybe I'd take her with because she likes to travel. That's awesome. Do you, wait, um, can you call her? Can we three-way you guys in? I feel like I talked to her. I haven't, I, I feel like I talked to her beforehand. I talked to you after, and now I want to talk to both of you guys at once. I don't, I don't know how to, how to add someone into the call. If you could help me say, oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, we'll see how this goes. All right, sweet. It's a three-way call. Hold on. Um, Natalie, he's here. Natalie. Hi, Lyle. Hey, Natalie, what's up? Nothing much. How are you? I'm doing good. It's good to speak with you again. This is cool. I don't usually do follow-ups, but uh, after that last call, I remember there being a lot of people in the chat being like, you should call her to make sure she wasn't killed by that guy, and it appears you were not. No, I am thankful to report that he did not show up here and kill me. And you had your room, you were like debating whether or not your roommate was going to stay there with you too. Yeah, my roommate did end up staying the whole time. So that was nice as a nice little backup, just in case anything did happen. Um, so what's, what was your review of the weekend? I would say the weekend went well. We got along really well. And we had conversations every day. I don't really think we got tired of each other that easily. Um, and yeah, it was good. We're still talking. Nice, nice. Um, I guess, is there anything in particular that you, you were talking about on our last call that you want to update anyone about or, or any details that you want to share with the people about uh, the, the ending to this? Um. I don't know. Um, I think it really was kind of funny because the first day we actually hung out is when his car broke down and um, it could have gone terribly and he could have, we were at a pumpkin patch and he could have gotten really mad and like just yelled and been a terrible human being and acted really negatively towards it. He ended up laughing which i think was a good like silly way to start the weekend and then obviously end it with a joke and so it did go really well and i didn't die and i'm very thankful for that and so everybody in the chat should be happy that i'm safe and sound and still in iowa alive and breathing would you recommend to other people that they invite strangers from the internet to their house at the middle of the night so that they can have similar beautiful experiences as you I would say if you have FaceTimed them beforehand and know stuff about them, then sure, why not? But if it's someone you've only texted for like a day, maybe not so much. What's the guy's name again? Lucas. Lucas. Lucas, is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Um, Don't show up at random people's houses because... I don't know. I, I 
it's scary. What did your parents think about all this stuff? Um, my parents uh, were just like, you know, as long as you don't end up ball gagged in her basement, it's okay. And even if that does happen, just try to wait it out. They're they're very supportive. See, that's true. You could have killed him too. You know what? I could have. He said that he purposely came to the door. He said that he purposely took duct tape out of his bag so that we didn't think he was some sort of serial killer. Why do you keep duct tape in your bag? I keep duct tape and super glue on me all the time. Have you ever had to use it? Well, yeah, you super glue. I don't know. I like to. I like quick, easy ways to fix things. I would have used it on my car if it wasn't metal. Well, you guys stay on your toes around each other. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks Lyle. Lyle. Talk to you later. That was nice. Um, I don't know. I don't. I remember. I think on the last call, um, when I was talking to Natalie about uh, all of this stuff, it was it was a little strange, right? Well, I, I was a little agnostic about it, right? Because it's like, well, um, and on you know. Meeting a stranger from the internet, uh, high risk, medium to high reward, right? Because, well, you the risk is that the person kills you, but the the like that's the worst possible that could happen. But the best thing that could happen is that you get married and have children and live forever and ever happily, and the best thing that's ever happened to you in your life, and blah 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 blah. So I don't know. I guess it's high risk, high reward, but you know. Don't don't bring duct tape if you're gonna do that. Across America, BP supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Live life at your pace. Click the banner or go to visitwilliamsburg.com to discover how. Because here in Williamsburg, life moves at one pace, yours. Visit a live archaeological dig site on the very grounds where America began. Or walk the fields where our country was won. Live like a colonial by day or track 18th century ghosts by night. For all the history to be found here, there's plenty more to make for yourself. It's all waiting for you in Williamsburg. Book your trip today and live life at your pace.